Hey, what up, man? Let's see the action. This episode eight. This episode brings you Gizzy Jones, a local rapper from Peoria, Illinois. Hope y'all enjoy. God bless. What up, what up, what up? Episode seven. Let's see the action. Zach with a K. We got local artists in the building right now. Go by the name Gizzy Jones. What's up, Gizzy? What's up? What's up? What's up? And we gonna get into it. What is uh, hip hop to you? It's a it's a way of life. You know, uh, it's expression. You know. Alright, then uh, to me, man, I look at hip hop, man. Even take from the b boys, the b girls, the graffiti, the break dancing, the knowledge, the wordplay. You name it, man. Hip hop is just the first thing. Besides, like, blues and jazz, I mean, the first thing for the modern era that we can call our own, that we created from nothing. Right. In a way, and um, I think it's helped It's helped take a lot of poor people out of poor situations, and um, it's, it's helped pretty much people live. A lot of people could have died from it. I, I was watching Art of Rap the other day, and uh, Eminem said hip-hop is what made him... <clears throat> survive through his overdose including his kids of course right but he said this is rap is the thing that he's good at that's all he really has so that's what i think hip-hop is um i think you know hip-hop's a form of expression um like it gives you a way to tell the world how you feel about something and like really express your opinions towards everything um like nwa for example they they Probably one of the best Trill. expressionists out there on the music. KRS One. You got a few. I mean, you, you got new people now, though. You got, you know, you got the, uh, you know, people go through different things, and it's it's, it's awesome how you can. I, I I'm gonna use YG for example. You know, uh, we in, I'm in Peoria, Illinois right now. He, you know, he's in Compton, and when you listen to him, you you hear Compton, you hear, you know. Uh, what it's about You know I can visually See Compton Through what he speaks You know right. And I, I think that's dope I'm, I'm, all, I'm all for that Even, even nowadays With like uh, Trash ass rappers Like Chief Keith And shit um, <laughs> That's an expression too Cause uh, They're expressing Like <clears throat> Anger and stuff shit. He gonna kill you bro Every, every, every episode <laughs> Every episode Zach always Coming to Chief Keith that's his you number one what? example. You know what? Though? I, 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 I'm the biggest Chief Key fan, but I, I, like I say, man, I'm, I'm all about positivity. If you can, like I say, for the situation that feeding his family, he man. put himself in. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Trash. Yeah, you know. But I mean, look, hey, it's people. I had, I had a conversation with him, man. I mean, not with him, but with some, with some friends. We was talking about him, and we was like comparing him to artists, and it's crazy how people really do like. They are like die hard. Somebody said Chief Keith was burning Jay Z. See that type of person. No, they no. need to be like <laughs> it's like insane asylum mental problem <laughs> shit. Like that's not even cool right there. But shit. See, see, even though, see, since we piggybacking off Chief Keith, man, how you feel about mainstream music as a whole, rap wise? Um, I don't even I, think Chief Keith mainstream. Though. He sold fifty thousand records. Mainstream, is like, that's mainstream, mainstream is like on the gets played on the radio. Yeah, yeah. that's mainstream to me. He sold fifty thousand records. That means it's big. <laughs> it don't mean it's mainstream. I, I, okay. I don't like was on the radio. G. <laughs> well, yeah, well, I mean, me. he, he just ain't did shit in a while. So I mean, my thing about mainstream. Um, I mean, like I say, it, it, if it feeds your family, I'm all for it. My thing is. Like, you know, you listen to a rapper, uh, up and coming, you know, when they get mainstream, it's, it's way different, you know, the music's different, and, uh, you know, it's, it's more of what just sell 
what's gonna sell versus what really real and that's yeah. in, that's in my opinion you know what i'm saying that's why and like i said i'm all for just that real shit you know when i listen to you i want to know what you're about it, i ain't got it ain't got to be a situation i've been through but I, if it's real that's when i'll be able to relate and be and, and tip my hat out to you yeah i mean i feel mainstream music and underground is kind of it's kind of coming together in a way like um depending on the artist like I don't think maybe <clears throat> 10 years ago I don't think Future would be considered mainstream you know yeah, what I'm saying I um, can see that Bobby Smurder is considered mainstream yeah like Jesus but Hood that, that's, radio just, play. That's, that's just what's so alive right now you know what I'm yeah. saying that, that's just what get the crowd moving like I say them people you know that's if it makes money it makes sense, you know, to a lot yeah. of people, and it's like shit. That's what I think. If it is like, if you can make money off your shit, it's cool. It's gonna be mainstream. It's cool, nah. That, so in a, in a way, do. like, like I mean, you got the Drakes. Like J Cole is considered a mainstream artist. He doesn't get radio play though. Yeah. Kendrick Lamar is mainstream. He really doesn't get radio play. They say, but I mean, they don't. I mean, they don't make radio singles. There you go. But so you could be mainstream without radio singles now. Yeah. So I don't look at mainstream as just. What's on the radio Because the radio It's only the same six songs If you listen oh, to the radio man, What you got Classic man um, <laughs> I'm so tired of that goddamn Oh joint. my god That shit ain't even rap <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you had the remix though With Kendrick Lamar on it No, nah, but I, I mean I may listen to it that, that um, joint, Oh that you got Kendrick Lamar And um, Taylor Swift song On uh, the radio Bad Blood yeah. Over and over again. Yep. Um, I don't know what else is that, on the radio. That blood infected now. That goddamn shit <laughs> play that motherfucker all day long. But shit, as a whole mainstream, I think it, it's moving. It's it's getting there. Yeah. To be I like I like that I like that it's um unpredictable. Yeah, you know, yeah, Chris Brown get on main, he gonna get on radio regardless. Oh, Kid Ink gonna get on the radio regardless. <sighs> I just think Peoria Radio, Power ninety two point three, um, they're not in touch with the cities. Yeah. Preference. Yeah. That's one of the things. That's what I want to do with this. Like, is expose music. Like, they don't support local talent at all. True. And um, True. it's not that we don't have any. And if they just would put some... I, God, I know it's Power 92, so it's not like they huge all over the place. But at the same time, they don't look for the next hot thing in Peoria to try to push, yeah. to try to big themselves up as well. They just play the same <coughs> songs. Like, with uh, Bobby Smurder's Hot Nigga. It took them like four months to play that shit here, man. And that shit been out. Um, I think, I think though, with Trap you, Queen took them forever oh to play Trap God. Queen, and then yeah, they they played that over. to death. They played that for four months. Yeah, they still play Trap Queen six right now. six times, six times every thirty minutes. So now <laughs> people tired of hearing it. I'm, 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 I think that like now it's um. I just think Peoria, not all the time, not in every uh, situation, but. At least music wise, like I don't want to say that. I just feel like they're a follow on. We gonna get into you know that. what I'm saying? We gonna get into that one. Okay, we'll touch it later on. We gonna touch that later on. And um, you got anything to add to the mainstream music? Um, it's trash. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much fit that shit. Today is just your honest day. You just brutalized me. <laughs> like that. Like, that was blunt. Uh, yeah. Oh uh, shit. Who influenced you to rap? Um, I mean, I, I grew up listening to um, you know, the Andre Three Thousands. The the sorry Miss Jackson the you know dear Mama Tupac that's just great you know man that's great music right there I, uh, the, the the biggies you know I um, KRS One even even you know I, I like I like to sing a lot you know and I I grew up around uh, you know even the Aretha Frank I grew up around a lot of stuff 
you know, and that's why I feel like I uh, am versatile in a way, you know. It's the 90s kids. Yeah, it's true. 90s kids are the best. Get that tatty, baby. Um, shit, my, um, I don't rap, but um, <laughs> I used to. I was the nicest rapper in the 309. <laughs> Uh, but uh, shit, what influenced me? I remember the first time I heard rap when I knew what it was. I was in my dad's car and he was playing Fifty Cent, Get Rich Die Trying. Oh my so god! That was the that was my introduction to rap. Tough. And that's one of the best albums ever made. But other than him, I got into Jay Z. I like Nas. I like I love Nas wordplay. But even before all them, I liked um, Ice T. I liked Ice Cube. Oh my I liked, god! I like Snoop. Today was a good day. I like I like mm-hmm. Nate Dogg. So I mean, I I liked. Yeah. I was more like I like East Coast, but West Coast just was a different. Laid, it was laid back feel. It was it was it was easier to listen to at the time. Too. True. True. Because I mean, when you had Wu Tang and shit, you had to know <laughs> some shit before you. Just, <laughs> Them yeah, niggas pick up a teach- book, right? Yeah, yeah. you had to yeah, listen yeah. to niggas like that. You had a comprehension book with every album that came shit. out. Yeah, yeah Keith Murray and niggas like that. You had to know, know some shit. So but I'll- you know what though? I feel like I-, I like that though because I feel like now the only way you gonna learn something is through music. Because you know it- it's not cool to read a book no more. You know what I'm saying? It's not cool to 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 want to learn when when it's some educational. You know, people look at you in a weird way, but you can yeah. listen to a. Uh, who a rapper that's just very uh, I'm just gonna say Kendrick Lamar cause half of the time he says some shit I don't know what the fuck you talking about <laughs> but you know what I'm saying listen to him and then you you be like damn like you know and that's something you've been heard before but just that he's saying it and putting it on this beat with this 16 it makes all the sense in the world yeah and even with with that like I feel like we in this generation of the Twitters and Instagrams we don't have a huge attention span so go. if an artist can capture your mind for five minutes and just speak to you that's good because I don't know about I ain't read a, read a book and I don't know how long true but no. but I could read a book's worth of Twitter tweets and Instagram posts and it makes all the sense in the world yeah the, uh, back to the thing about attention man I was in the car with this dude he changed the song about every 20 seconds I was I was so mad <laughs> I was getting so mad and every crazy. 20 seconds and the thing is like, it, it don't even it don't even have to be trash though the song doesn't even have to be trash it's just that he went like it's the, it's the next thing that's like that's crazy every 20 seconds like, he just played the song listened to it like and changed it again I was he like, didn't get Ooh. back to the goddamn intro it was, I was they really annoyed. Did they rap yet? The beat ain't even dropped. <laughs> it was just because he just wanted to hear the song and he changed it. He wanted to hear a different song. Man, that's crazy. But I mean, shit. Even off that, man, how do you, now you can talk on how you feel about the the music scene of Peoria. Uh, I think I think it's I think it's good, man. You got you got uh, you know different artists that's just you know doing their own thing. I, what I like about Peoria. Is I feel like we do have those that that stand out, you know. That's that's just in their own lane. Whether whatever we might call it weird, corny, whatever it is, you know, everything that's not for me isn't for somebody else, you know. So I I, I rock with all peer artists, whether it's something that I can relate to or not, because like I say, my situation doesn't fit everybody, and then vice versa. <clears throat> How you feel about it? Still for the same with every episode. We talk. We ask this question on every episode. GBZ. Yeah, so I mean, I still feel the same. Um, I'm saying Trey Hammy make a lot of more move, lot more moves out True. here. Yeah, uh, Savage is making some more moves. And, uh, I another shout another rapper making more moves too. But 
You know how that go. You know, I, I want to shout out everybody, man. Like I said, you know, sometimes it just be that one. It, you, everybody just need that one little push. You know yeah, what I'm saying? It's, it's that one everybody. good shout out. So shout out to anybody that I don't know, I never heard of. If you ever heard of me or not, you know what I'm saying? Go hard because, like I say, shit, ain't nobody going to push you as hard as you going to push yourself. Or that's the way it should be, you feel me? Yeah. And uh, how you feel about the people receiving the music in Peoria support local talent? The support I say is poorly, but like on a scale one to ten, how you think it is? Support I, I would give it I would give it a I would give it a five. I say that because like I say it, it's it's like a follow one thing. You know what I'm saying? They, they don't. He gave higher to me. People in <laughs> people in you know Peoria they not gonna like it until the next person like it. It can be you can listen to a song right now by yourself and then think it's okay but then listen to it with your homie in the car and like this is the best song in the fucking world cause your homie think it is you know what I'm saying and I, I feel like that that puts a hold on a lot of people and, and a lot of talent you know when 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 people are so um late on shit how you feel about the support trash <laughs> I'm gonna give it a, a three Blunt. a three damn you gave higher than me too Damn, it's crazy, man. GBZ be making some some great music. Plug, plug. They just don't don't share. Nobody shares it like it should be. Oh, I'm gonna definitely go in real quick. I got a lot to say. <laughs> um, I give it a one. Damn. And um, I have yet to really see Peoria come behind. You're like, yeah, the most people who fuck with your music, man, to be hundred percent honest with you, is your niggas. Like, your niggas may may fuck with it. They may tweet it. They may post an Instagram post. Right. They may do something like that, but as far as I can't go to Applebee's and ask a fucking waitress or waiter who's, you know, listen, fuck with hip hop, fuck with Peoria, you've lived here his whole life. Who you like in Peoria? They're going to say Montana, that's it. Yeah. So I really don't look at support as <clears throat> I don't think we could put together a show and have people come out. Yeah. And we got, and, and the reason I look at that is with the, the support is I also feel like everybody wants to be in front of the camera as supporters. And then we got too many motherfuckers lying, man. That's oh one. That's God. one thing I hate. We got people lying, and then we got artists who who know shit, who got knowledge, but don't but don't want to share it. And then they get mad when other people share the knowledge. That that's the shit that pisses me off. And and this happened. This happened to me personally with a with a with a good person with a good friend of mine. Well, was a good friend of mine. Family type shit. I ain't mentioned no names or nothing on this shit. But um, I feel like. The support gotta come from the artist to start off. You can't be an artist doing your own thing, but scared to fuck with another artist because, in that case, you ain't confident in your craft. If everybody who rap in Peoria come together, now we got. If anybody in Peoria fuck with that person on a personal level, as in that's my nigga, I grew up with him, that's my brother, that's my sister, whatever. Females too. If everybody was fucking with each other musically. Or even even competing with each other, it's alright to compete. We don't even compete. It's right. just everybody puts out music, and they can say they the best nigga in Peoria. They doing this, that, and the third. But what are you really doing if if no one knows you? Mm. I'm in the music heavy. I'm always looking for Peoria artists to have on my show just to listen to. If I don't know you by now, and I've been listening to trying to find people, then obviously your shit ain't that hot because it yeah. ain't reached me yet. Like I said, I, everybody want to be number one. I, I get that 100%. But I feel like, you know, that that, attract, that attracts so many people to us. You know, nobody, nobody, I can't say cared, but just in Peoria, where I live at, nobody was talking about, you know what I'm saying, Sean Livingston. You know, uh, 
Mm-hmm. When now? No, now then, now he's the he's the biggest thing since God. They was talking about him. But, but I ain't I look. Well, we were kids, but I'm talking about like them before 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 he just they just won. No, when Sean was in high school, yeah. going to college. That's all we talked. That was all. No, was, before he, he probably, just he's, won, he's talking about like uh, when he got injured till uh, till before he uh, just you won. Know what yeah. he's talking about. It's, well, motherfuckers was shitting on him. Yeah, everybody shitting on him. He this, he that. You know, which even it, I was shitting. I didn't. I didn't know though. He had like movies and all that other yeah, shit. Next you know what I'm saying? But anyway, you know, so it's like, but the second some good and he's like, you know, everybody else praising now him. Everybody then then he the, he the highest thing, and I think that yeah. shit corny. Yeah. I think that I shit mean, corny. Me personally, that's supposed to be my blood. Um, cousin Plug Plug And um He ain't never came to no goddamn family reunions And uh I got a problem with that So you Sean you ever hear this motherfucker We need to have a conversation uh, Because if you family You gotta come to a reunion I don't want no picture I don't want no money With a shirt want, on With the family shirt yes, on Yes I don't want none of that I just wanna see you there Cause I feel like That's a good look for the kids I feel right. like cause You As far as basketball wise You really all we got I know we didn't have people come before you That went to the NBA and stuff But as far as with social media and people can go on YouTube and type in your name and see what you did, you the biggest you the biggest influence in Peoria that we got right now. Yeah. And I feel like even even to piggyback with that, just look at the music side. I feel like everybody musically can have an influence on a certain on a certain type of people in their own way. Cause like everybody here doesn't do drill music. A lot of people do conscious music. Some people make music like you. You make music for for the ladies. Right. And like I don't know if it's female rappers here. I know I know it's females that rap. Yeah. But they ain't came to the surface yet. And I feel like uh, another way to do it is like as far as like what people do with Facebook. I'm not on Facebook right now, so that's probably why I don't know a lot of artists. Yeah. But people just get on Facebook. They'll put a song out on SoundCloud, and that's it. That's not getting you nowhere. Artists in Peoria, in Peoria they got to realize you just can't make a song for your city and just let it sit. I think that's in general, though. I feel like there's, there's never just enough. You know what I'm saying? There's no such thing as I'm doing yeah. enough. You know what I'm saying? You can always do some more, no matter where you at. You know? and like But I'm say, talking about what I mean by what they're doing is the cheapest way. True. To make it happen, like True. the stuff I'm saying, you can do. You can do without spending money. You can tweet your stuff like crazy. You can post it on SoundCloud. You can email your music to people for free. True. You know what I'm saying? I ain't saying you gotta pay for packages and all the extra shit. But as far as the the, the early level, because I know a lot of people in situations where they can't spend money. Right. But you can email your shit. You gotta grind. You gotta understand. It's gonna be artists that's not gonna like your shit. Everybody, if you if you come to me. Or in general, be like everybody fucking with your shit. You a damn lie. <laughs> Straight up. We we were sitting here off air listening to some pure music artists. Oh my god! And, and our ears were bleeding. We had to take. That's why oh, we started so late. Man, Zach was his phone is froze right now, <laughs> and all that. And uh, that's tough, just right? my. That's our personal opinions. You may have fans that like you, but I feel like as a whole, Peoria do got to come together. To people listen to friends only like they don't have fans yeah like horrible. It, whoever you listen to in Peoria like if you like an artist in Peoria it's either you're their friend personally or they have they remind you in some type of way of mainstream music that you listen to you got you got a, an exception of a few of that's that's truly music heads you know what I'm saying they just heard you you know what I'm saying a bump past your track and they just feel like it's dope but other than that like you say man he's either a friend family or you just ain't been hurt yet. Yeah, but shit. What do you feel? This ain't even on there. I don't give a fuck about that shit. What do you feel? Um, Peoria can do better. Not just not artists, just as a whole to like bring um, exposure to the music scene of Peoria. 
support, man. Like I say, like people, they just so in tune, like with themselves. You know what I'm saying? Like it's 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 ways around everything. You know, I feel like, man, look, if you got internet and you live in a hut in, in, in Africa somewhere, you know what I'm saying? It's you can network everything. You know, you ain't even gotta be the hottest now, in my opinion. Soldier Boy, when Soldier Boy came out. I mean, the dance thing was like, oh my God, he shot the world. Was the, he was the first one on the internet to make moves. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But we, everybody didn't know that, so it, yeah. that that goes to show, like you can, you you can hustle, you can yeah. make it work. But you Soulja know Boy would definitely be uh, that example because yes. I didn't know YouTube until him. And then we at the skating ring, all he, his he, songs is getting. He played. got you jumping rope in a cool fashion. <laughs> He got a fitness song. You talking about baby apes. Man. You see those now? We clowning niggas. Uh, oh, like, yeah. Well, and he had you doing, he had you doing the trigger shooters and shit. It, it was real. It definitely Soulja was Boy real. was definitely the first one to break the internet. But, yeah, I'm I'm just big on man support. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you ain't got to be the biggest fan of somebody. I the the worth ethic for me is you know what I'm saying. All I need to see if I see a person grinding every day. You know what I'm saying? All you talk about is your music. You know, whatever case may be. If you're on the social media, man, look check it out. I'm a What's your name? Let me. I'm. 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 A, I'm a tweet you. I'm. A, you know. What I'm saying. I'm. A, I'm a post your, your stuff up on. Um, on. On Instagram. You know. I'm. I'm with. I'm with support. And I feel like that's just what we lack so much of. Support. Right. You know. And, every. Uh, I feel. I'm gonna let you get it too. Get the floor. Um, pause. I'm. A, uh. I feel that. Uh, as far as. I had to pause. I said, let's get it too. I had to pause that shit. We usually, bro, we got to get one pause episode. Low key though, and I didn't even catch that. Like, I, I, I didn't even hit me. Oh, I caught. I didn't hit it too. I don't said, think he caught it either. But um, to be honest, man, I feel Peoria need more. They need showcases. They need talent shows. And I know you got to worry about fighting and shit. But that shit, that's type of shit that it's gonna happen. But you got to find ways to manufacture that. True. But um, I also feel like the radio stations here need to get involved in that type of stuff and, and incentives and sponsorships as as far as talent shows, competitions where if an artist wins this stuff, this um, guarantee them um, a midnight slot because you ain't going to get your primetime radio but get a midnight slot for one of your songs. True. And um, help them and like help them as far as radio stations come out with a manual so people understand how to make clean versions to records. Come out with something so like as far as with Power 92, if they like, all right, for you to get for your song to get on the radio, we need this, 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 and this. Right. Submit it to us, and we'll see what we can do. Stuff like that yeah. would, would incent people in Peoria to make better music. Because right now, no one in Peoria is making music for the radio. Not saying you got to make a radio-friendly song, but I know a lot of people, artists who, who grow and blow up, they, they city fuck with them first. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think Peoria as a whole needs to start doing stuff like that. And also feel like I know District 150 going through some shit where they really don't have the money to fund this kind of stuff. But f- find a find a way to, to enhance the music programs in our in our high schools and, and middle they, schools. They need the tree win. They need the tree win uh, talent shows. And they need those Yeah, like, back. with the Quest and all that kind of stuff, yeah, man. All the dumb shit. Back. We closing down schools and we letting Notre Dame buy everything. How about how about we we try to have Notre Dame 
take take a music take music into that shit. Everybody's not playing the damn violin. Everybody's not playing the trumpet. You know, my voice is an instrument. You know what I'm saying? The microphone, the production, those are instruments as well. True. Let's incorporate that into our schools so then people have structure when they're coming up. Everybody can't be a hooper. Everybody not going to be 6'5". Everybody's not gonna get straight A's and go to a college. Some people gotta go to community college. Some people love music, and it's no grade in music that's gonna get you to a fucking school like that. Like, yeah, you got you got to do other things in in school to make music to like go to Chicago or some shit like right. that. But if we had programs where we can teach you how to make beats and shit like that, like I know Woodruff right now, they got the, um, the hair braiding and all that shit. True. That shit cool. I know motherf- I know homegirls that can braid right now that ain't go to school for that Man, shit. So what, right the, what the fuck is that? So incorporate some, some music shit, videos, photography, stuff like that in the schools and make that a top priority for electives. Like you got gym or weightlifting. Ain't nobody being no fucking bodybuilders. You know what I'm saying? It's more shit you can do to help but see, you know, it, it, it got to be a voice to that too. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. every, everybody's so cool with just being where we at. You know, besides exactly. those that's trying to elevate, but those that that don't do music, they don't see, you know, they don't see the big picture. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's how. And I'm just like, this not even just for purely for the it's, world. You yeah. know what I'm saying? You got people that's just look, look at. I mean, there's no guidance no more. You know, exactly. there's no guidance at all. Like, everybody yeah. just. Goes day by day, and the guidance we do got, they're too ignorant and stubborn to realize. I'm 20 years old. Everybody here about 20. We the next generation. We next up. And 15, 20 years from now, this country gonna be ours. Right. So you need to be listening to us. The the few ones out here that's actually that's conscious of that situation yeah. need to be listening to us. The things that we feel can better this place. Like it's, it's, it's just like the old heads you got at your barbecue, man. That Oh, I remember when I was doing this, this. I've been where you've been. I know this and that. The third, you do. But we're in, we're in that age of steroids, in a way, in the soul of a sense. We have steroids compared to what the generations before us had. We have social media. We can literally get on our phones and talk to someone across, across the, the world. world. True. Back then, you guys, that was something you couldn't even comprehend. So we we have enhancements that they don't have. So I feel like people should listen to us and just take our input. You ain't got to do everything we saying. I know we got a lot of ignorant shit going out here with the killings and all that extra shit. But then at the same time, I mean, shit, y'all ain't doing no better with the cops doing what the fuck they Man. doing and shit. Them cops ain't 20 years old. Straight up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, it's a lot of black on black crime. And that's something we need to focus on as well. And we need to lower that as a community. We got to value ourselves before the white man values us. But at the same time, I mean, you look at all this childish shit politicians do, man, and all the ignorant shit they do behind the scenes and stuff. They know better than what the shit, what the shit we got going on. We got politicians getting paid six, seven figures, but they don't want to hire minimum wage. What? You getting six? You getting at least a million dollars, five hundred thousand, hundred twenty-five thousand? But you can't. You want eight twenty-five? They don't know what it's like to be broke. Exactly. Donald Trump's of the world. <clears throat> you may have came from nothing to start off, but you in your fifties and sixties, my nigga. You don't know how it is now to not have nothing and gotta go eight twenty-five one job, the next job eight twenty-five, and try to pay rent and feed two kids and make sure they got clothes on their back. Make sure you can get link before they cut it off. And then if you got daycare, you gotta make sure they get there before they cut it off which they already did not these dudes now man they don't know how that shit feels and i feel like as a whole they're not conscious of what's going on today 
as far even in life, in our generation, in music, they just always focusing on the ignorant shit. Just like with all the killings and shit going on, CNN will broadcast some tragic shit, but they won't broadcast Akon putting five, over $500 million Man. worth of homes, giving them lights. You won't, you won't broadcast that, but you'll broadcast some killings and shit, and then you'll broadcast a riot portraying us as, as bad, bad people, people, and you're going to sit there and say, oh, they shouldn't be doing this, this, and this. It's easy for you to say that shit. You, you at the station. You at the station broadcasting it. How about you go to Baltimore and figure out what's going on down there? How about you go to Missouri and see what's going on? How about you go to Texas and look at all those penitentiaries where they got multiple people in custody that have been killed? That's not the first one. Sandra Bland was the first one to die in custody in Texas. That's happened. All these killings that's going on now, it's been happening. The difference is our generation has the technology to videotape it. Right. That's the only difference. So you got to take that in consideration. They're trying to take that away from us now. If you videotape and it's against the law, you can go to jail for that. That's crazy. Yeah, but I feel um, social media. No, not the media is like trying to tear everybody apart. Exactly. That's why they show the negative side of everything and not the positive. Like um, even with what I heard, I saw a video. It was um, they said. That uh, the Baltimore riot, it was only like four percent was bad. The rest of it was like a peaceful protest that the media didn't show. And then, and even you got her, the mayor saying they're thugs and shit. President yeah. Barack Obama, we support you, my nigga, but don't say them thugs. Don't say that. You, cause you done shit that probably they ain't did before. You smoke, you smoked weed. Some of them probably never smoked weed. You smoke cigarettes. Some of them probably ain't did that. It's crazy how they you know put a saying? label on something. Yeah, don't don't label don't label, don't label the, the community situation. because of what they going through. You can't see. Yes, I understand destroying communities is a problem, but at a certain point in your life, if you put a man in the cage, he gonna go crazy. True. You know what I'm saying? If if I'm sitting here my entire life and I'm telling you, and I'm telling you. I've been abused, I've been raped, I've been molested, and no one's listening to me and I kill myself, you can't look, you can't tell me what I did was wrong. You don't know how I'm feeling. You can't, basically what I'm trying to say is you can't expect someone, you can't judge somebody's reaction based off how you would have handled the situation. True. If, if I smack you and you kill me, how can he say you wrong for that? That's your, just because he wouldn't react that way. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's how it is. And I feel like that's they don't understand that when it comes to us. Because we're in a just, uh, generation where I personally feel if we lived in the 60s and stuff, we probably would have got fucked up. We probably would have got hung and shit. But we wouldn't have been taking no shit. Nah, we wouldn't have been sitting there just letting this shit happen. And I understand, like, the generations before us, they, they had a, it was a method to that. You know what I'm right. saying? They were doing that for a reason. But I feel like our generation, with all the social media we have, we have a voice, whether it's granted or not. But I feel media in general, they create that stereotype to where they want to show the bad. So then Donald Trump could be sending home on TV. Look at all those black people just destroying stuff. What? There's no reason for that. Yeah. He cre- they creating that stigma around the world to where black people well not even the world just the country because if you look around the world they hate Americans in general isn't it true and I, I don't even I don't even want to get into the world situations but I look at them as they don't look at us as racist they don't look at us as black white they look at us as Americans right they don't like Americans because Americans are bullies 
we got so many problems in America, but we try to go to other states and other countries across the world and try to tell them how they should be living. When we got shit here, we need to be worried about first. That's that's the whole problem. And I think, honestly, that's why a lot of people don't like us. It's because we be trying to run other countries. And I know we got to worry about nukes and all that. So, of course, we need to make sure nukes ain't going off and killing everybody. But we can't... How can I come to y'all, come to y'all and be like, y'all not living right? Yeah. But here we go. I can't get a house because I'm black. <clears throat> and we in 2014. In the media. Media, actually. Uh, they use different words. I don't know if you saw it or not. Um, the media uses, like, for a black right... They'll say words like animals and thugs and stuff to yeah to um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's been us. racist forever. I mean, all right, I I read this before. I read this in an article before. Take a look at movies. All right, who are vampires ninety percent of the time? White people. True. Who are werewolves most of the time? Black people. <clears throat> in most of most movies. That's the stigma they have. We're animals. They just can't come out in the daytime. But we're animals. We turn into something and we go crazy at night. Full moons. That stuff kills me. And it's like, and even like, it's racism everywhere. And like, when you have money, it's different levels of racism. Like when Nicki Minaj pulled this, pulled this stunt where she was trying to insinuate, not Taylor Swift, but trying to insinuate her videos doesn't get made because of black she was black and all that didn't get elected that's petty shit you a fucking millionaire who gives a right. fuck if your video don't get, don't get there right you know what i'm saying it's real shit out here that you can speak on and i feel like if you were african-american and you fear endorsements being pulled from you for speaking up for your for for your race that's some sucker shit that's why people look at you know just speaking of nick Minaj and the music that's why people look at kanye as a threat you know he gonna he gonna, exactly. he, he very opinionated. He gonna speak. You know what I'm saying? The way he, he he truly feel about the situation. You know he he ain't mad. He ain't scared to go to the corporations. You know, you look at like little. I think I was watching uh probably like the thirtieth time watching this interview with him and Sway. You yeah. know, and it's like that. How many views that that interview got? You know what I'm saying? I've never. I, I've, I don't think that's the biggest um viewed interview I've probably seen. All this in the wild, yeah. and that's you know what I'm saying. It's not that they was arguing; it's just about he passed, that's how a lot of people look at passion. it. But what he was really talking about, yeah. you know what I'm saying? How these how these big people, you know how how these big corporations look at things, and it's just like you know that's that's when you become a threat. I rather you label I rather you label me a threat for speaking up for something that I believe in exactly. and, and being you know um, opinionated, you know about it than just you feel like I'm just reacting for no reason you know and, that, just and that's what they don't want they want to exile you and even with the Kanye West situation I look at what his big picture was perfect sense for what for what I'm speaking on his small picture was stupid because I don't give a fuck if if Ralph Lauren won't let you in the door true to design clothes true or you, when you selling Yeezys for 2500 I don't care about that but his big picture was the the powers that be won't let African Americans flourish to the point where they fit, they feel comfortable. True. When you it, shit change when people start getting uncomfortable, and that's what that's what America is right now. It's to the point where black people are starting to realize what, what they can be, because it's been stripped from us our entire existence when we when we became slaves. They didn't want us to learn to read. 
Why? Overcame that. They didn't want. They didn't want us to read. We created our own t- our own tongues. We we made we made jazz. They took jazz from it. You go to the jazz page on iTunes right now. J Cole even stated it. We not even. There ain't no black not artists on there. It. Go to blues. They took that from us. We created hip hop. They want. We had white people trying to be culture vultures in our corporations and stuff, helping helping push the culture forward. They want to take that from us, which people say I don't personally feel like white people can ever take hip hop from us. It's just you gotta be you gotta be good. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. It's not like we can't have Iggy Zella running here. But Eminem. Eminem's black. No, it's not. No, nah. he's white. I don't even go that. I don't even go that. I don't even go that. Eminem is a different case because he respected the culture. To the point where he didn't overstep his boundaries. There you go. And he just was talented. And on top of that, when you have a guy like Dre, who is huge in the game and influential, bring you along and give you that stamp. And then Step and over. then Eminem brings 50 Cent into the game. It's totally and different. bring you that stamp. That's different. That's because Eminem that... got credibility. And then on top of that, Eminem was with proof. God yeah. rest of that. That's a whole nother level. It wasn't like he just came out of nowhere and then he just. Like I'm this, this, and this. It's, I'm better it's, than everybody. It's more respected than uh, trying to get over on it with Eminem. Yeah, Eminem, he 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 created a foundation, and he gave credit to where creditors do, and he doesn't overstep his boundaries. You never gonna hear Eminem saying he a nigga. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. If he said it, I guarantee no one have a problem with it. Because he's cre- he's created yeah you, but I'm talking about like the yeah majority they wouldn't have an issue. I'm talking about black people, right? Because he's built that foundation to the point where they like all right. It's M. Some people, like real people, have a head problem with it. But like pioneers, like Ice T, Ice Cube, Dre, yeah. they wouldn't have no problem they, with it. They even said in the song, he was like, "Eminem's my nigga," and then he was like, "Yeah, I said it, my nigga." And they was talking about because they that. they give him they gave him that stamp. And I feel like that's the problem with today. We don't have nobody to give us that stamp or that credibility to be like, "Yo, all right, y'all know what?" It's certain people, and I know. You can pinpoint Chicago and all that. Chicago's one place. Right. Chicago, I understand it's tough what's going on there, but it's other it's other kids around this world that's doing things. But even talking about Chicago, though, you got to look at, like, why a lot of those situations happening. You got to look at a lot of that stuff, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. When there ain't no jobs, when, you know what I'm saying, when, it, when it's either go out and hustle or be evicted. You know? Exactly. You ain't got no choice. And that's I think it goes for anybody. That goes for the the, the the white little teenager boy out there. That goes for the white little girl. Anybody. You know what I'm saying? It ain't just about the the black. You know, us being black and doing this. You know. And they and they and they and then they like handle situations completely different. And what I mean by that is, with the Dylan Roof situation, goes in the church, kills nine people. Nine. Why? Are you guys a- apprehending him? Very calm, calmly, and everything. But if a black person gets pulled over and you open his door and he like, no, I don't want to get out the car because that's against the law. You're not supposed to open his door. You shoot him in the head. Hmm. They try to find every reason. Why when I'm trying to go back home to check out the, the All-Star game on TV... And I got a hoodie on, and I went, I went to go get me some Skittles in the Arizona can, and a, and a white man calls you and says, this guy looks suspicious, I'm going to follow him, and you tell him not to, and he does anyway, he gets off. It's crazy. Because it's a black man? It's a kid. It ain't even a man, it's a kid. Straight that up. gets killed. And then you have a guy like Mark Cuban who states, 
if I see a black kid with a hoodie on, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk the other side of the street. But if I see, but what about a white guy with a hoodie on? You're not gonna walk the other side of the street. Even even with the Eric Garner situation, those cops have still not been indicted. They're still roaming the streets, or they at desk, or they on that, or they paid leave, whatever they on, they ain't in jail. That's a problem. Where, why are we still on that? I feel like with the black the black community, I feel like our our thoughts are in the right place, but our attention span devoted to that one topic or to all these topics, it gradually goes away. Yeah. Nobody's really nobody's talking about the Eric Garner situation. People talking about Drake and Meek. True. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying you got to sit there and be depressed and dwell on the situation. I'm just, I'm just saying you got to be conscious of what was going on and you got to figure out that justice hasn't been served. But it'd it be the same situations. And also, I feel like even with that, piggybacking off that, in our communities as a, as a whole, we got to stop saying fuck the cops. We got to stop saying fuck 12. We got to stop saying all that shit because a nigga breaking your crib or somebody kill your, or your family, First you calling the cops. First person you call. And then on top of that, we need to stop saying free, and then whoever committed yeah, the crime. Stop saying that. Stop saying that shit too. Stop saying free to guys, man. If you if if your guy in there for murder, quit saying free Keep to guys. Ass, right? well, Real yeah. shit. If anybody, <laughs> if I know, if somebody killed my family member, and I heard somebody saying free that person that killed my family member, I'm gonna have an issue with you. True. Because you you it's ignorance. That's just pure ignorance. And then I, all these people saying fuck the cops and all this extra shit. If you feel like oh it's dirty cops, dirty cops. How about you become a cop? So you can so you can change but that. That goes to the effect of if you feel that way, stay out them people wait. Yeah. If, if I'm out here, if I'm out here on the block. Three in the morning, no business on outside. I, you know what I'm saying? Walking the streets, hoodie on hand in my pocket, which I don't feel like that's wrong, but just well, I take that back. If you know anything that you know you shouldn't be doing, and then you get, you know what I'm saying, confronted about that situation, yeah. you can't that, that cop doing his job. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That cop And just and handle it accordingly, like all that rah rah and all that ain't necessary. Just be like, like what with Mike Brown, man. I'm gonna let you get in a second. It was injustice what happened to him. Totally. Oh, and one more thing before I get into that situation. When a black man gets killed by a white man, CNN, NSBC, CBS, whatever y'all, whatever media outlets, stop pulling up that man mugshot and stop and releasing his um his his history of being in jail. What does that got to do with him being killed? It's crazy. He robbed, any, anything he robbed a, a, a store for some candy in seventh grade. Does that mean he needed to die at 35? It's crazy. With, with Mike Brown, they showed on um, he he um stole some swishers. Does that mean he should be in the street dead in cold blood? Anything to cover it up. So I don't I don't understand. Any, I hate any, that anything stuff. to put that person in the wrong to yeah, make that cop this man right. this man is dead and y'all bashing him. Y'all bashing him for some where like, he's a kid. Y'all are basically trying to justify he had it coming or he deserved this. True. That is that is dumb to me. But with these cops, with the what these what these cops is doing, how about we need a, a in a year, six every six months, maybe maybe three months, maybe psychiatric evaluation, maybe after six months, put them on the desk, it's take true. them off the streets because they also going through shit at the house. They might be beating their wife. For real. They they have, might have a kid that's autistic. You don't know. So they bringing whatever they're going on at home into work. into work. And they might be tired of telling the same man 35 times every day to stop selling cigarettes. 
to, to stop to get off the street quit fighting taking him to jail and it, eventually it's gonna overblow just like if somebody's bashing you every day and you don't say nothing eventually you're gonna burst True. you're gonna go crazy that's the same with cops we gotta stop looking at cops as a whole including the sheriffs and all that shit stop looking at cops as someone better than us because they have a shield on because they have a gun they're human just like us they True. put pants on the same way we do so therefore you got to look at them and for anything you got to be extra watching on them because they have the power to take you to jail and have the power to kill you or tase you and now we have several examples they're giving away with it so now in the the back of the cop's mind it's just like with us if we seen somebody in class talking the teacher didn't say nothing we gonna talk too and if teacher says something to us why don't you say nothing to them that's the same way it's just not elementary school that's life True. And that's the thing I hate with that. And what, what my dad told me, my dad's a cop, he said, um, what you got to think about is you, you going to work every day not knowing what could happen. Like, exactly. several of his friends just died, like, that day after he talked to him. So you got to, like, really think about, like, uh, your life could be at danger at any moment. So you're going to be ready, like, in case something does happen. You never know what could happen, when it could happen. Exactly, so, and then when you got us, yeah, just saying fuck twelve and all that, yeah, that don't help it. That's not that's making them uncomfortable. So man, you, and you I got, feel you like got young kids that, now, man, on the internet, man, posting guns. Yeah, you're incriminating yourself. Stop. You know doing what I'm saying? People, they, them cops see that. So like, I, like they, say, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying none of these cops doing is right. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, I will speak the obvious. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And the truth. You yeah, know, like what they doing isn't right. But we gotta, in our, in our, to us, in our Stay community, way. we gotta do our job to make it harder for them to pick. There you go. We can't make it easy for a cop. I'm in the middle of the street and a cop behind me. Let me move to, hey, get out the street. Yes, sir. Amen. Just move. When a cop pull you over, have your license and registration in a plastic bag, man. Roll your windows down. Put your hand on the steering wheel. Give him his stuff so you can get home. Because when a cop gets behind you, in today's thing. You might not get home. True. In a, most of these situations, you might you in your mind you might not get home. And now it's getting to the point where if you do get arrested, you don't know what's gonna happen when you get to the jail. Hmm. You don't know what's gonna happen on your way to the jail for the ride. With the Baltimore situation, this man didn't even make it to the didn't even make it to the jail. Back broke, all kinds of stuff. It's crazy. So you man. don't know what's gonna happen now. And I feel I, we need to start learning. We need to have someone police the police. Mm. I don't know who that is, but that's one thing I feel like we need to have. And also, we need to have um, our older generations with respect. We need to, I don't know, like, I know, like, the Larry Hoovers and shit, they in jail, Big Meats, they in jail and shit like that. I'm talking about, like, even with the Black Panther and shit, we had someone in our community we looked up to, someone we respected, someone who made, who was the mayor of our neighborhoods. You know what I'm saying? True. Someone who we went to to deal with situations so the cops wouldn't have to get involved so everybody can go home that night. And even with the cop situation, we need more black cops. We need more Spanish cops so they can so they can police those neighborhoods. If, right. I'm a, if I'm a black male and I grew up on the South End and I become a cop, put me on the South End because I might be able to, I might be able to know that kid right. that's doing something wrong and I might be able to say, hey, Jamal. Watch out! Hey, stop! Stop doing what you're doing, Jamal. Versus, Go home, Jamal. Instead of instead of a, a Caucasian who lived, who grew up in the suburbs, and he's 22, and he's very uncomfortable on this side of town, so he trigger happy because he don't know what's gonna happen. True. 
I feel like that's one step we ought to take too. Instead of saying fuck 12 all the time and, and promoting it on the cop. Like you can say that, it's cool, like if you have personal experiences. But people who ain't got none of who don't know nothing, quit saying fuck 12 and all cops is pigs. Cause my time ten, you might have a they cop in your it, family. They took it from a real issue to a popularity contest. Yeah. You know, every, everything is Stop like, saying you catching bodies, you incriminating yourself. That's not cool. You killed someone. Does that make you tough? Popularity you use the gun, not your hands. That don't make you tough. That just means you can kill somebody. I just feel like there's so much shit that we could do. You know, as a whole, but even in Peoria, like it's killings going on in Peoria now. That's crazy. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like we had like five in one week, man. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so like I feel like that's stuff we gotta do on our own time. You know what I'm saying? Our attention span can't just be we want to see this fight on World Star, or, or outside, and then just let it happen. And then when we see the cops, we mad at the cops for showing up. I think the worst thing is how people act like they don't know a lot of things. You know what I'm saying? You look at, you know, and that's even with the cops. You know, I, was, I spoke upon earlier, but it's like, if I'm out here, if, if I've shot three people, you know what I'm saying, been in the streets, been in the game, you know, it's, it, I'm not saying it's only a matter of time before it happened to you, but you know you you prone to that type of attention. You know what I'm saying? You yep. this is the life you live. That comes with what you do. You know, exactly. it's like once he get killed, it's like, oh my God, this man's gone. But you don't know about the people that he harmed. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying nobody deserves to die. I'm I'm, I, I'm not saying that at all. But you gotta respect the things that you that comes with what you do in life. Exactly, it's your path. Cause I mean, like. Everybody watches movies and shit like that, but in most of the movies, man, your lifestyle leads one or two ways when you're in the streets. Jail or dead. Them the only two outcomes. I don't know nobody who who can alternate that shit. And you may get be in jail and get out, but those are the only two places you're gonna end up going. And right. you may die in jail. So it's not like you're gonna be that one who's gonna break the system. If El Chapo can get caught. Anybody can get a call, <laughs> even though he out now. But he he he's the godfather of this shit. Man. So I mean like people a lot of people credit that Scarface. Like, damn, that's the lifestyle. He died. Man, people understand those things are also movies too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You but I mean like even but it was a movie, but it was like uh and it was very accurate, like that what can really happen. Like even look at Frank Lucas. Him. He didn't die, he went to jail, and he became a rat. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that's a right. that's a real story, you know what I'm saying? Big Meech. Had it all, flossing it. One incident ruined it, everything. A sh- shooting. He got the cops all on him. Now he's in jail. True. You know what I'm saying? Larry Hoover. Been in jail. Even though he was doing positive stuff as well, but he was also doing a lot of negative things. So I also feel like when you get to a certain level when you at that caliber, you also gotta change your ways, like Malcolm X was one of them niggas, bro, that was with the shit, too. Doing drugs, fucking white women, doing all kinds of shit. Went to prison. He changed his life around to the point where even his inside community despised him and killed him. You know what I'm saying? Because he he out, he spoke out on an issue involving Elijah Muhammad that pretty much got him killed. A lot of people say Louis Farrakhan had something to do with it. I don't know. I'm not Muslim, so I really don't want to overstep my boundaries into that situation. Right. But um, for the most part, man, we we got way off topic. 
But shit, it's a good ass conversation to have, man. Yeah, like it, we, it was, we it went from Peoria to the world, and this it was, was definitely needed. needed. It was definitely needed. It was one of those things, man. We, I want to touch on shit like this. Like this is a podcast where we we have a art, we have um, artists on here. Whoever we have on here, we have a special guests on here. We I do prepare questions, but we don't have to follow the format of the questions. We this show goes wherever we want to take it. And um, I want to be unfiltered. I want to be 100% honest. So if anyone has an issue with me being honest with everything I'm saying, that you got to take it up with yourself. You got to look in the mirror and learn to be honest with yourself before you critique someone else on being on, on being fully honest. I'm here to save lives. I'm here to change lives. I'm here to make people think a different way from a perspective of a 20-year-old and another 20-year-old with me and whoever my guest is going to be here. True. So that's what this show really consists of. So, uh, Gizzy, go ahead and um, you can plug all your... You got any upcoming projects you got coming uh, up? Just started, just started the mixtape. Uh, I'm, I'm going to drop the date uh, a little on later. But you can um, follow me on Instagram at Gizzy Jones, capital G, uh, underscore Jones, capital J, uh, 94. Add me at Facebook at Rashad Jones, R-A-S-H-A-D. And on Instagram at Gizzy Jones. All right. Um, you, know, you still got to plug yours? No. I don't, I don't, plug, I don't so. plug my information no more. We've been uh, plugging yes. information for five episodes. <laughs> All and I'm I ain't saying. got one follow yet from this damn podcast. <laughs> well, yeah, I have. I have got. And uh, also, man, shout outs to um, everybody who's been supporting the show. Um, the Therapeutic Podcast episode one dropped. By the time this drop, I might have two out. I haven't decided how I'm going to do that yet. It, um, I appreciate everybody who went, went out and listened to that as well. And shout out to everybody who's been listening to the follow-up podcast and um, all the guests. I've been getting great responses um, on my social medias, and uh, I'm still emailing all this stuff to people. And if you got any music that you think's hot, go ahead and email it to me at joseyahoo.com, and I have no problem uh, posting a song for you or emailing the song to um, some connects I have. I got no problem trying to do that to help people, um, local and also all over all over and um make sure y'all get that bam veto 500 uh, money and violence song on itunes motherfucker crazy it's finally out it took forever for it to drop but it's here he a rapper out of uh, new york out of brooklyn shouts out to him and um, shouts out to him. for the most part man make sure everybody keep listening to all the uh podcasts i appreciate it um zach will be leaving in a couple in a couple weeks go back to school but we still gonna do the podcast. We haven't really figured out how we gonna do it yet. Um, we probably just gonna have put you on speaker or some shit. I don't know. We gonna <laughs> do something. We gonna do something. But we still gonna have the podcast. So when he leaves, it's not gonna be no delay. We might not do it as rapid. Might might as do it as rapidly. But we we pre-record every episode. So like if we um if you hear us talking about some topics and it already had passed, we pre-recorded it. So yeah. it's okay. It was hot when we were talking about it. They gonna show have a problem with it. Oh, yeah. But I mean, we've been getting good love off of it. Um, we, we we uh we gonna do a, we gonna have a video before Zach leaves of our process. We just ain't got it. We ain't got around time wise to do it yet. But we will have one dropping uh, soon. Before when do you leave? What day is that? I might leave on the twentieth. So we'll definitely have one before the twentieth. But until then, man, just keep checking out all the. Uh, well, this shit drop. When this drop, we might have one. But um, yeah, I also want to give a shout out to um, 
Zach, I want to give a shout out to Gizzy Jones. I want to give a shout out to Xavier Nuisance. I even want to give a shout out to Dimitri Lavish. I want to give a shout out to Trey, Blake Rafer, uh, Brandon Rice. We had a podcast with him and it it uh, deleted. It was great too. It was great. It deleted. But uh, everybody who's been on the show, man, give a shout out to Jalen Jose for the executive producer of the podcast. I want to give a shout out to everybody and all my listeners as well. Just continue to uh, grow with us and uh, stay blessed, man. We had Gizzy Jones here. Zach with a K. We had Zach with a K, man. We out, man. God bless.